Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 28th of April. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast, presented as always by Anna Jarn Levine, title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're involved in an accident, Anna Jarn Levine, accident attorneys, that's the first call you make. You get an attorney on the phone immediately, right after you call 911. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. None of this, none of Zaslow Show 2.0 is possible without our pals at Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, who will make sure you get what you deserve. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. We made it. We're here. It's the end of the week. Now, if you're watching on YouTube... YouTube.com slash Show. You can see I'm not rocking the sunglasses today. I'm sans sunglasses today. My eye, uh, let me see, see, you can kind of look. It, it, it doesn't even look that bad now. It's a little bit swollen, you see, but I'm comfortable enough that, it, you know, if you see me like this, it's okay. You may not even notice that anything's wrong. I, I got I got a sty. It's, it's hideous, but I'm so much better than I was the last couple of days. Like, I could still feel the eyes kind of swollen, but my vision, at least, is not blocked, and it doesn't feel like I'm being poked in the eye, which was the case the last 48 hours. Non-stop feeling of being poked in the eye. So uncomfortable. I mean, I was at AEW Dynamite a couple nights ago wearing sunglasses. So stupid. And so, I did the show yesterday for the video portion of the show wearing sunglasses, looking like a douchebag. So, not doing that anymore. Very comfortable with how I'm looking right now. There you have it. Okay. Also going on today, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. You see, I'm wearing my Pearl Jam shirt. That's right. Everybody could see that. And while I did score tickets through the Pearl Jam lottery, <coughs> excuse me, to the show in Fort Worth, Texas in September, tickets are on sale right now on Ticketmaster, but only through verified fan pre-sale. And, which which is such a racket. I mean, it's impossible getting tickets for any show these days. And I'm on the wait list for the Pearl Jam fan pre-sale. Now, Zazlo, why do you want to get tickets through the Pearl Jam fan pre-sale if you already got tickets through the 10 Club? I want to buy more tickets. Uh, maybe I'll get even better seats than the one. That I want more. I'm very greedy. So I got waitlisted for that. There's no chance I'm getting tickets. Even if they, even if I get off the waitlist 
and they give me the code to get on, there's going to be nothing left. It's a, it is such a racket. There's no such thing as general on sale anymore. You have to have a code. Luckily, I'm Ticket Ninja. You have to have a code. You have to have access in order to get tickets for concerts. It's terrible. Now, the one thing I will say, so many Pearl Jam fans are bitching and moaning. So elite. Like, so entitled. So elitist. The one thing that Pearl Jam does great still, their tickets. I mean, go look what Taylor Swift is charging. And by the way, Taylor Swift doesn't need to charge what she's charging. She is selling out stadiums. All right. Simple economics. Yes. Charge what you know everybody's going to pay. That's fine. But more seats, the less you have to charge. Like, I went through this, remember, with the Final Four and the Women's Final Four when ESPN was being completely disingenuous trying to pump up all the interest in the women's basketball in the Women's Final Four. And yes, there was clearly a lot of interest, but it was completely disingenuous the way that they were presenting it. They were showing you... The at the lowest ticket price to get into the building for the women's final four was two hundred some odd dollars. The lowest price to get in for the men's was sixty dollars. Oh, the women are so popular as such demand. No, the women are playing a smaller venue. The men are playing a stadium. So you don't have to charge as much when you're playing a stadium if you have more seats that are available for purchase. So go check out what Taylor Swift is charging with all these stadium shows. Pearl Jam's playing arenas. Now, they're all sold out, and they're like 90% Pearl Jam fan, uh, 10 club members. Each ticket, $160. It's awesome. I mean, I saw what Springsteen, Springsteen's supposed to be the working class man. I saw what Springsteen charged for his show here at the Hard Rock. $160 a ticket for Pearl Jam. Now, I do remember the days I was in college, and to get your 10 club tickets... You put $18 cash into an envelope and you send it off to the 10 club and you hope you hear back. You hope you got tickets. So now it's $160, but still, go look at what other major acts are charging. By the way, for the best seats in the building. So $160, I'll take it. No problem whatsoever. But definitely not going to get through on Ticketmaster today. Anyway, we got a huge sports night. NFL draft started last night. We'll get to, I'm totally not dialed into the NFL draft. A lot of it has to do with last night because the Dolphins did not have a pick. I will have it on the small TV tonight because the Panthers obviously get big TV in the Zaslow Mansion family room. But we'll have on the small TV, we'll have the NFL draft, we'll check out what the Dolphins are going to do tonight. But otherwise, yeah, I was not dialed in on the NFL draft last night. Now, I was keeping track on my phone. I watched the first few picks. Otherwise, I don't know these guys. I don't try and fool you. I'm not trying to sell you a bag of goods here like I'm some type of expert when it comes to the NFL. But we'll get to a little bit of that with big deal or not a big deal. You know we got big game, not a big game coming up. We're going to talk to our pal John Crotty. We'll get into a little heat nicks with him. We'll talk about how he experienced this series victory. Essentially... uh, Mostly games four and five where the Heat took that ass. So we'll get Karate on the show coming up, all right? We're going to have fun today. Tonight, tonight, it feels like could be a... Tonight has so much potential to be a great, great night. Now let me tell you guys, one of our great sponsors, Water Cleanup of Florida, they're out there right now trying to help you guys. If you got damage from the, the, the weather recently, if you've noticed the leak... You can't wait on this. You need to take care of it right away. And that's why I send you to my guys, the Greensteins, family, friends, childhood friends, Water Cleanup of Florida. They have over 60 years of combined experience. They're going to handle any type of leak detection issue you may be having 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Call or text for immediate assistance, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida is serving all the Tri-County area. Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach. You can follow them on Instagram, on Facebook. These guys are fully licensed, insured, and certified. They're going to bring in their... You don't have to bring in other contractors. They're doing the entire project from start to finish, all right? Water restoration. Make sure you get this taken care of. Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. All right. So, tonight, so much potential to be great. 
at FLA Live Arena. I don't have plans to go. As of yesterday, I was definitely not going because of my eyeball. But my eyes are a lot better now. Like, if somehow I scored tickets, I, I, I would go at this point. I don't have plans to go. I'm planning on watching with, with, with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba in the Zazzle Mansion family room. T-shirt, underwear, Johnny Cuba in my right hand. That's how we're planning on watching the Panthers tonight. They've been, soup, they've been opt- opportunistic this series, the Panthers. Now, they played their best hockey on the road. I mean, games one and two, they outplayed Boston both those games. They got a split. They were outplayed game five in Boston, but they managed to take advantage of their opportunity. Big mistake by Linus Olmark in goal. Matthew Kachuk in overtime, and the Panthers are alive. How about that video, by the way? They're giving, you know, the, the, the game puck. Brandon Montour must have gotten it last game. So he's standing up there in the dressing room. He gives it to Matthew Kachuk. They're all clapping. Kachuk gets up, says, all right, boys, take a good look and remember this room. We'll be back here for seven. Yeah! I, I think the Panthers are going to be great tonight. I really do. I expect a great performance from your favorite little hockey team tonight. So we're very, that's a 7.30 start, not the usual 7 o'clock start. 7.30 start, looking very forward to that. And if you get a game seven, shit, anything, anything can happen in game seven. Can the Panthers come back? Not only can the Panthers take out the number one seed, an historic number one seed, but they're going to have to do it by coming back 3-1. And they'll have to do it by winning three out of four in Boston. So unlikely. But look, we're worrying about tonight. Game at a time. And the fact of the matter is, the Panthers are 0-2 in this series at home. Can the Panthers win one home game this series? And I think they can. So if the Panthers can win one home game this series, you got a chance for an all-time historic upset. Just like your favorite little basketball team pulled off this week. All right? It's right there for the taking. It's going to be hard as hell, but it's right there for the taking. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. I want to give you a few things on the heat. Shout out to my guy, Colin, at Sheets and Giggles. Everybody knows you can get 25% off right now if you use the promo code HEAT at checkout. Go to SheetsGiggles.com, SheetsGiggles.com slash Zaslow. He's trying to send me to some more games this round. We'll see how that works out. We know that Sheets and Giggles and Colin sent me and my son to game three. Last round, Heat in Milwaukee. Obviously, the Heat won. Sheets and Giggles, tremendous sponsor on Zaslow Show 2.0. They care about the environment also. No pesticides, no incesticides. They're using less energy. They're using less water. And these are the most comfortable, breathable, softest sheets you've ever had in your life. You'll never shop anywhere for your bed sheets once you go to Sheets and Giggles. SheetsGiggles.com. So, Heat and Knicks, we'll talk to Karate about it. Super pumped up. Every series, see, I get to experience this now as an adult because 2013, that was not Heat Knicks. It's not the same. This feels, and, and, and a big reason it feels like it is because, like, you don't know who's going to win. 2013 was inevitable. The big three Heat are going to kick the shit out of the Knicks. This is going to be a battle like 97 through, through 2000 was. And every one of those series, if you're young, they all came down to the final game. 
they all came down to the final game in Miami. So this is the first time ever the Knicks have home court advantage in a Heat-Knicks series. Now they played a total of five times. The Heat have won two, but during the golden era of Heat-Knicks, the Heat only won one out of those four. Every series had its big singular moment that we all remember. 1997, I was there for this. 1990, I was sitting way up top behind the basket, Miami Arena. I was 16 years old in 11th grade. P.J. Brown flips Charlie Ward game five. You get all the suspensions. He'd come back from a 3-1 deficit. They were like the seventh team ever to come back from a 3-1 deficit. So you got P.J. Brown, Charlie Ward, game five in 97. In 98, in game four, this was a first round series, two versus seven. In 98, you got the Alonzo Morning larry Johnson fight. And as Alonzo's being escorted off the court, and the Knicks won that game to force game five, as Alonzo's being walked off the court by Pat Riley, Pat Riley looks at him, do you know what you just did? Do you understand what you've done? And what he means is, of course, Alonzo and Larry Johnson were both suspended. Jeff Van Gundy was wrapped around Zoe's leg. Everybody knows that. You're going to see that video a ton leading up to Game 1 on Sunday. Especially because Sunday's on ABC. And I'm sure Jeff Van Gundy's on the call with Breen and Mark Jackson. And then, of course, the Heat went on and they lost Game 5. 1999. Allen Houston. Game, game 5. Number 8 seed. Second time ever. That a number eight seed beat number one was the Allen Houston shot in game five. Rips our hearts out. And then in 2000, game seven in Miami, Jamal Mashburn passes to Clarence Weatherspoon at the very end of the game. Weatherspoon freaks out, misses a foul line jumper. And then you got the phantom timeout as Latrell Sprewell is falling out of bounds. They grant him a timeout, which both Sprewell and Marcus Camby, who were both standing right there, acknowledged they never heard anyone call timeout. But of course, that's mostly remembered for Mashburn and Weatherspoon. Every series, three straight Nick wins, every series had their singular major moment. And I think we're headed toward a big-time series, which Heat or Knicks are going to be in the East Finals. Think about that before the playoffs started, right at the beginning of the playoffs. The Heat or the Knicks are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's awesome. I want to give you a little bit of Max Struess. Max Struess was on the Levitard show yesterday. And let me give you first, here's Max Struess. Pablo Torre, he is asked, he asks Max Struess just about how amazing Jimmy Butler is. Max, I, I have a fundamental question about how much you are marveling at Jimmy Butler in the way that clearly fans are. What's it like to watch that as close as possible? Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, what he's doing right now, the way he's playing and what he's capable of, uh, nobody can stop him. Uh, honestly, he's the best player in the world right now, in, in my eyes. Um, he, he's unguardable, he's unstoppable, and he's, he's simply just carrying us uh, on his back throughout this that whole series. And hopefully... Uh, I'm telling you, I think Budenholzer's fired. It's It was incompetent coaching. From the timeouts, not having Lopez in at the end of the game, the using your challenge in the first quarter when probably would have liked to have it on that Giannis fouling Struess on the three-pointer at the end of overtime. Let me give you one, and now this this here is the money clip. I mean, J- Jimmy's amazing, but this here is the money clip that I'm talking about where Max Struess is asked about Budenholzer. Did they know that, like, they had timeouts left? Yeah, honestly, we were all questioning it. Uh, at the, the regular, end of the um, regular uh, time, uh, Spo came in the huddle, he was like, they didn't call a timeout. Like, what are we doing? Like, they didn't, they didn't call a timeout. <laughs> and, and we were like, we didn't even know they had a timeout. We just figured they didn't, uh, the guys on the court. But, yeah, we were all kind of questioning what was going on. But, thankfully, they didn't use it. I like the honesty there from Struess. I mean, Matt, Coach Spo probably is going to love that Max Struess mentioned how Spo was questioning what he's doing. But love the honesty there from Struess. And, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. The game ended in regu- – well, regulation ended and overtime ended – Without the Bucks getting a shot off, 
and eating a total of three timeouts. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. So that's Sunday. Get your rest in. Get your rest. All right. So we're, we're at that point now. Because I, I want to tell you what's, when the game's on. You know, there's a lot happening here. Got the NFL draft too. A lot going on. So you're probably saying to yourself, Zaslow, I got to know. It's Friday. You got karate coming up, but I, I, I can't wait any longer. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game? That's what I'm talking about. That's right. Big game or not a big game? Always brought to us by Brunt Insurance. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers that comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. I've been using Brunt Insurance to help cover my home. I got homeowner's insurance through them. I've been with them for about 10 years now. And since 2013, Brunt Insurance has specialized in not just home insurance, auto insurance, life insurance. You need renters, condo. What about what about for your boat, motorcycle? Look, the market's really confusing. 954-589-2204. Fully licensed staff. Whatever area you're calling from, they have the entire state of Florida covered. Brunt Insurance will take care of you. You want to get Greg Brunt himself on the phone? You got a question directly for the man? That's how I do it. 954-589-2204. Again, bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Let's get to big game or not a big game. Big game or not a big game. First up, tonight, 6.40 p.m. Bally Sports, Florida. Chicago Cubs at Miami Marlins. Now the Marlins, they avoided a four-game sweep yesterday by putting a five spot on the Braves in the top of the ninth. So the Marlins, back home, looking for back-to-back wins. Boog Shambi, all-time great Chicago Cubs play-by-play man. He's in town. Is that enough? To make this a big game. No. This is Marlins Cubs. Not a big game. Big game or not a big game. Alright. Tonight. 7.30. Bruins at Panthers. Game 6. Bally Sports. Steve Goldstein. Randy Moeller. Who else would you rather have on the call? Sergei Bobrovsky. He's got some momentum here. Great performance in Game 5. Can the Panthers win one home game this series to put the number one Boston Bruins on the brink? Will Alexander Barkov finally show up? He has no goals this series. The Panthers need him. They need their best player. Kachuk's their best player. They need their best player. To come up big in the worst way. Bruins at Panthers game six. That's a big game. You know it. Big game or not a big game. Tonight. 8 p.m. Fox. WWE Smackdown. This is the WWE Draft. It starts tonight. It continues Monday on Raw. You got the NFL Draft on one channel. You got the WWE Draft on another channel. What a night. WWE SmackDown. That's a big game. All right. Tonight, 8 p.m. ESPN. NFL Draft Round 2. The Miami Dolphins have the 20th selection, I believe it is, in Round 2. Who are they going to take? I don't know. You may be listening to this tonight. You're listening in the future. You may know who they take. You have more information than I do. I don't know who they're going to take. That leads to an element of surprise and suspense and anticipation. NFL Draft Round 2. That's a big game. All right. Tomorrow, 7.30 p.m., Apple Plus. Inter Miami rocking a five game losing streak. We're not counting the win a couple nights ago in that tournament where they beat Miami FC. At 
Columbus. Can they stop this losing skit? Is Phil Neville going to get fired if they keep losing? Inter-Miami at Columbus. Now, you know, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami. This is not a home game. It's not a big game. It's not. I'm sorry, it's not. Finally, I got time for one more for you here before we get to karate. Sunday, 1 p.m., ABC. That's the American Broadcasting Company. Miami Heat at New York Knicks Game 1 Eastern Conference Semifinals. The rivalry renewed. The Heat win in 97. Knicks 98. Knicks 99. Knicks 2000. Heat 2013. But this has got that old school Heat-Knicks feel to it. Live from the Garden. Can the Heat get one of these first two games? The answer is yes. Yes, they can. I expect the Heat fully to get one of these two games. I don't care if it's game one. I don't care if it's game two. If it's game one, let's get greedy. I don't care which one it is. The Heat will come down to to Miami tied at a game apiece. Stealing home court advantage. Will it be this Sunday? We'll find out. Heat at Knicks. Game one. Gonna take that ass. You know what that means. That's a big game. That's bad news for the Knicks. That's what I'm talking about. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Make sure your home is covered. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 brought to us by our official beer of the program, Johnny Cuba. European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. If you need to pick up a new six-pack, you go over to Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Moss. Hey, we got Panther hockey tonight. I'll be sitting on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room. I'll have a fresh six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Remember to always drink responsibly, and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Joining us here as as we are we are at the end of what is a I mean an incredibly memorable week in Miami Heat history. Our pal is John Crotty, Miami Heat color analyst. John, hello. How are you this morning? Are you are you riding high off of what, what feels like one of the more improbable weeks in Miami Heat history? Oh, I'm riding high. It was phenomenal, phenomenal first round. And those last two games were were something special to be behind in the fourth quarter and be able to make the runs we did to to get back in, in the game and then ultimately win it was was spectacular. Like I, I made the point how, you know, this season was really frustrating. And, you know, once the regular season ends, it's like, all right, there have been plenty of years where your team wins 44 games, nothing special, but you could usually pinpoint a few moments during the season that were like, oh, that was so cool. And I feel like we didn't get those moments throughout this season. This was a rough season. And then for this team, who never took advantage of opportunities they had in the regular season, for this team to give us this first-round result and these type of memories that, you know, the Heat fan is going to have forever with, you're always going to remember this series win for this year's Heat team to give us this so improbable. I agree. I mean, look, it was a it was a tough year in terms of injuries, uh, people in and out of the lineup, the inconsistency where you'd see the team take some steps forward and and feel good about it, and then all of a sudden they'd take a step back and be like, "Wait a minute, what just happened?" And you know what we're seeing is is the Heat trending so positively now on the offensive side. I mean, they're leading all the teams in the playoffs in regards to offensive categories and scoring and, you know, all, all the different metrics. It's just, it's just incredible. And you're right. I mean, when can you think of a first round, um, you know, series and matchup being, you know, historical from a, from a franchise perspective, right? I mean, it's, it, you know, you're, you're in the eighth seed. So you've, do, you've done something that only uh, this is the sixth time. So five other teams have done. Um, and then you've seen some of the most incredible individual performances, right, by Jimmy Butler, what he did uh, in game four 
ending game five, but game four in particular was, you know, we'll go down in heat lore. How was that crowd in game four? It looked unbelievable. I was there for game three. Game four looked unbelievable. Yeah, game four was spectacular. It was such a such a great vibe. And, and um, you know, the fans just lifted everybody up. And Jimmy gave them, obviously, a lot to, to be uh, excited about. But, you know, when we were trailing in that, going into that fourth quarter and, and, and the team started getting it going and making some shots, that crowd came alive and, and really helped uh, shift the momentum. You know, when we're talking about superstar players, right, when – when you're a star player in the regular season and then you can carry over those star numbers, if you can mirror your regular season production in the playoffs, that's that's a star player because the playoffs are very hard, you know? But Jimmy, his playoffs are almost leaps and bounds better than his regular season. There are so few players who do that. No, you're right. And the thing that you're talking about, which, you know, as a former player and having played in some playoff games, the thing that's different is the the opposing teams know they're playing you. They're not jumping from another, you know, another game and and thinking about the net, maybe the next game. You're you're locked into a, a potentially a seven game series. They're scouting each player. They're scouting all the plays. So, you know, that really you're trying to take away the other team's strengths. That's what you're doing, trying to take away maybe their first, second options and, and forcing them to do things they're not comfortable with. Um, so to be able to not only uh, impose your will and, and, and get to your game, but to take it up another whole level, which he's doing, is, is remarkable. Um, you know, they're putting the best defenders on. They're trying to scheme in certain ways to take things away. Uh, and, and to be able to do what he's doing is is, is just crazy. And the other thing, Zaz, is, He's, he's actually expanding his game personally with the ability to shoot the three, um, which is, you know, not something he was comfortable doing throughout the course of the regular season, but he seems more uh, willing and able to try to do that in the playoffs, and he's had a great result. Let's talk about game four. Um, you know, normally when you're the road team, end of regulation, you're down by two, especially in a game where, you were down 15 at the start of the quarter. It's almost like, all right, let's come out of this timeout. Let's go for the win. We, we, we may not have a hole left another five minutes in us. We just came back down by 15. Do we want to play another five minutes on the road? That I feel like that's normally the way you go about it. Let's get one shot to win it rather than play another five minutes. But in this scenario, I feel like they knew they had him. And, it, like, if they can get the two and tie the game and go to overtime, they had them. And once that game was tied at the end of regulation, I mean, John, the, the game was over. The Bucks were so shook out there in that overtime. Yeah, I know. I agree. You, so you're talking about game five is what you mean. Yes, yes, yes. That's, I'm sorry. Yeah. Game five, yes. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the play that was, that was executed um, was amazing because of the you know, Jimmy made an, a really athletic play to go get it, but for Gabe to be able to deliver that pass, I mean, you know. He's done I mean, it earlier in the year, too. He's he good at that. He is, and it's not easy because, you know, look, they they did the right thing trying to put someone who's athletic and long-armed um, to make it difficult, and he had, to, he had to lob that ball over the hands of Giannis and put it in the money where Jimmy was cutting and trying to time that up. And, you know, the, the thing that we heard about it afterward, which was really cool, was in the huddle, Jimmy really called for the ball and really wanted it um, again. And, and Coach Spolster, to his credit, that's not easy. You know, as a coach, you're trying to take control and you got a guy saying, hey, I want it. I want it. OK, all right, I'm going to trust you. And and how about that? How about um, what that does to to the level of your trust? Right. When your top guy says, hey, I want the ball. And then it, you're able to execute that play like that that trust between player and coach. And then the rest of the team is like, wow, coach is open to doing this. And, and, you know, he's, he's willing to, to trust in us. I mean, that, that, that's a, an outstanding, um, you know, development that happened from a bonding perspective. And, you know, I, I felt like the momentum shifted theirs as to the point where going into overtime, Miami just felt so yep. good about things. And it looked like M- Milwaukee was just shell shocked. Yep. I mean, they just couldn't, you know, they, they couldn't get over the fact that they, they gave up that final bucket with two seconds to go. John, I I think Budenholzer is going to get fired. I, I thought it was a crazy, crazy 
finish to that game, fourth quarter and overtime for Milwaukee, where Budenholzer ate his timeouts at the end of the fourth when he could have called it there, inbounded in the front court, and they didn't get a shot off. And then the game ended with two timeouts in his bag, and your season ends with the ball in Grayson Allen's hands, and they don't get a shot off. I'm not sitting here telling you to, to crush the, the Milwaukee Bucks coach, John, but I never <laughs> see anything like that. I, I think he's going to get fired. It's it was it was strange. I mean, look, I, I think the guy's an excellent coach, and there's a reason why they won a championship and they're you know finishing the league as the top uh team year in for pretty much year in, year out as one of the top teams, or if not the top team in wins and losses. Um, but it, it is strange in that you didn't see him make some some adjustments that you, you know you would have thought were were normal um and you can say well you know hey look he's going with his strengths but like to not double team jimmy at times i thought was 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 really a, an interesting move um, john how was lopez not in on the final inbounds pass well yeah i mean that that's another piece to try to protect the rim the you know the thought process there could be look miami went smaller quicker with shooters um maybe maybe he can't chase guys off screens right but um i i think the timeouts um were were interesting there were runs in the fourth quarter that you know to your point where he, he finished with timeouts that would have been a great time to chop up some of those runs the challenges in the first quarter oh, the first half terrible were, were, were really strange i mean like you do that if you're if Giannis or lopez have potentially three or four fouls and you're in you're trying to protect them but but you know there was a in, in game five it was like within the first couple minutes of the game there was a challenge crazy foul on Giannis it was like who cares why you know even if you win who cares you know it was just it was just strange there were some some really weird things and then again I I, I when when a guy's going berserk like Jimmy is you've thrown everything at him from an individual matchup perspective get the ball out of his hands and just force somebody else to beat you. Right. I mean, like, who, you know, make someone else have to make shots and throw the momentum of the, of the shot making and, and playmaking off. And, and he just, um, you know, refused to do that. So look, I don't, I don't know if he gets fired. I, I think the guy's an excellent coach because he will get picked up right away by someone else, but it was, there were some moves that you certainly can, can question, you know, throughout the course of that series. How about that second half of BAM? You know, the first half you, you can, you can see he's struggling, not just physically, but also, I mean, the whole series, really. He hasn't been able to get that shot to drop yeah. that really became very reliable throughout this season. And then in the second half, uh, I mean, he was phenomenal. And and it, it really seemed like Spo put the ball in his hands more in the second half. Well, I think two things. First of all, Brooke Lopez is really good. Um, I, I don't think people realize this because the guy, you know, is in his 15th season um, and he's a bigger, slower guy. The guy you cannot, unless you're going to go over and dunk it on him, you can't get an easy, uncontested shot at the rim. So you got to make these incredibly short arm tight shots in the paint with touch. And you got to have to consistently make those. You're not going to get an easy one like a lob dunk. You're just not going to get them. It very rarely happens. So, you know, it was not easy matchup for Bam. That's Bam's maybe his toughest matchup. So I, I, for him, he's got to be, first of all, he's got to be relieved and be like, I can't wait to get on to the next series. But second of all, sports to me is about adversity. I mean, it's about overcoming adversity. And he struggled in that first half, had a tough time, couldn't get in a rhythm. And to your point, seemed to really get it going in the second half, being able to make shots. He needed someone other than Jimmy to step up too, right? You can't have a one-shot guy the whole time you got to have some balance and bam was able to make some shots and, and really get into a, a good flow john what'd you make of Giannis after the game when he was asked about if their season is a failure yeah but that's such a i, I hate when reporters do that kind of stuff especially right after a game like that i mean you, you're, you're burning right as a player i mean the guy's a competitive guy it's it's a weird series as i mean when you think about it the first three games you know, Giannis plays 11 minutes. He's, he doesn't even play, right? So, you know, you got to you gotta take that for what it is. But, you know, then on the Heat side, Heat lose a 20-point score in Tyler here. I, I think this is more about Miami and, and you know, everyone, everyone scoffs at it. But the culture Miami has of the next man up and the toughness, mental and physical toughness 
that comes out in these types of situations versus maybe other teams. Um, you know, I, I can't sit here and say, Giannis, you know, Giannis, for Giannis to say, oh, it's a failure. Their, look, their expectation level was way higher than, you know, losing in the first round. Obviously, they won the regular season. They had the best record, the first seed. They looked spectacular. Um, they were coming together um, from a healthy perspective with Middleton rounding into form. Um, but losing Giannis the first three games, um, the thing the thing that's, you know, shocking, though, is that he beat them with Giannis playing yep. um, in the last two games, right? And And so for him... The glaring thing, and if you heard me in the broadcast, you know, I, I brought it up repeatedly, and it's hard to trust a guy, even though he's a two-time MVP, who can't make free throws down the stretch because you can't put the ball in his hands, right? If you're going to run a play for him and he gets fouled and he goes to the line, I mean, Giannis, in that last game, in game five, let me check my notes here, he was 10 of 23, 10 of 23 from the free throw line. I mean, Zaz, they win the game if he makes four or five of those free throws, right? I mean, the game's over. Yep. And, and you know, he, he shot under 50%. So that's the fine line right there. And if I'm him, I'm 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 laying in bed. I can't sleep. I, I can't wait to get out and work on my free throw and figure out how the heck I can I can close that gap. I mean, just to get up to be a 70% shooter and, and when you're under pressure and in the clutch is a huge difference for for him. And He's got to do that to be a guy that you consistently closes. John, what was the flight home from Milwaukee like? Give me some details. You know what? It, it was fairly. It was a great jovial, jovial feeling, but it was it was fairly sedate in terms of, you know, this is a team that just doesn't get faced. Uh, I think they're excited about the next round, and you know, this wasn't like, hey, we won the championship or anything like that. I mean, this is a season group. I mean, guys who's been to the finals and in Jimmy and Bam and Udonis who's obviously won championships, keeping everybody, you know, somewhat in check. But I think, you you, you know, you, you're seeing a renewed confidence and excitement from this team because it's coming together. You know, they're, they're peaking at the right time of the year on the offensive side. The three-point shooting's coming together. The, the, the overall points per game, which the Heat were last in points per game. Um, you know, the, the ability to uh, convert in, in the half court and, and have Jimmy do his thing and guys feed off him, um, I, I think is is becoming more and, and more apparent. Um, I like the three-point shooting that we're seeing from Gabe Vincent and Kevin Love. I mean, I would not want to be playing this Miami Heat team right now. They may be the hottest team in the league in regards to the way the switch has been flipped. So, um, you know, from a from an excitement standpoint, I, I think this team is – is going to be a, a really fired up to go against the New York Knicks. I'm so excited for Heat Knicks, man. You know, for someone like myself who's been, you know, a fan of the team since, you know, day one, since I'm a little boy, all right, where I got to experience Heat Knicks as a teenager, and now I get to experience it again as a full-blown adult. And, yes, I am kind of glossing over 2013. Yes, they did play in 2013, but that that wasn't the same, John, because in no. 2013, everybody knew the inevitable. The Heat are winning that series. Right. The Knicks have no chance. It's the defending champions. It's sure. LeBron. It's what it's not that that wasn't Heat Knicks. This feels like 90s Heat Knicks, where you, you don't really know which team's gonna win. The Knicks are a bit of a rugged team. That's Thibodeau style. We know the Heat are a rugged team. This feels like what those 90s Heat Knicks felt like to me. Well, look, you're also talking about, a, you know, the Knicks being a higher-seeded team, right? They got the home court advantage. They've had an incredible um, regular season. They played extremely well and then, and rightfully so earned, earned their seeding. Um, and, and Miami's coming in as the quote-unquote underdog. Um, so I, I, I think you're right in regards to sort of the, the setup of the way it's going to start, um, the fact that it'll start on the road. Um, you know, that I think they're a much, a much more um, tough minded team and, and a team that, that has grit. And a lot of that goes to the coaching style and what Thibodeau has been able to do. But offensively is where their big changes are. As I mean, even looking back last year, I give a lot of credit. The addition to, to Jalen Brunson's made a difference for them because it's allowed uh, Randall to, to be better. It's, a, it's allowed R.J. Barrett to be better. It's taken a lot of pressure off those guys. Um 
you know, to be able to perform at a, at a higher level or getting more out of Robinson. The guys seem to understand their roles uh, a bit more. So, you know, this is a team that that played Miami very well during the regular season, but um, I, I, I love the way the Heat are playing right now and excited uh, to get this started. How cool is that atmosphere at the Garden going to be? Yeah, it's special. Look, it, I'm from that about an hour south of there growing up in New Jersey and, you know, grew up going to those games. It, it's it look, it's a pretty knowledgeable fan up there. It's a passionate fan. And, you know, they have, they have been starving um, for a team, you know, to be competitive like this getting into the playoffs and then to have Miami and, you know, the history and that come back. It's, it's got the makings of something special. It's going to be great. Uh, have fun there. These first couple of games, first time ever heat Knicks that the Knicks have the home court advantage. First time ever. So have fun there, man. Games one and two, it's it's going to be so great. I'm hoping to get to one of the either game three or game four here in, in Miami. Thanks for hanging out with us today, John. You got it, Zaz. Have a great one. Great job by Crotty. Quick correction. Those guys, Eric and John, they are not going to New York. So remember, first round coverage is all the local affiliates are allowed to do for the NBA playoffs. So obviously have Jason Jackson on the radio side, but no more Bally's as far as the TV coverage. I mean, they're going to do their, actually it'll probably be on Bally, the the pregame and the postgame. You know, they're doing stuff from the studio, but John and Eric will not be there. It's all national now, all right? It's all national. As you heard, obviously, in big game or not a big game, I told you the game this Sunday is on ABC. That, of course, is why I said ABC instead of telling you Bally. There you go. So quick correction. That's my bust right there. All right. You guys know what time it is. There's a lot happening this weekend. I gave you the big games and the not big games. You guys know there's so much going on. But maybe you've seen this of Zazlo. You know, I, I need a little bit of family time. Is it a big movie or is it not a big movie? That's right. Big movie or not a big movie? Got a few for you here. Let's start out with this movie is called Ghosted. It came out last week. It's available on Apple TV, all right? So it's a streaming movie. PG-13. It's got some brief strong language. It's got some sexual content. It's got uh, a sequence of strong violence and action. All right. It stars Chris Evans, Captain America himself. Anna Diarmas, she's very pretty. Adrian Brody. All right, so here's what it's about. Salt of the Earth Cole, played by Chris Evans, falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, but then makes the shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. Before they can decide on a second date, Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world. Now, Rotten Tomatoes media score, 29%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 60%. I'm going big movie because I could see Ghosted being a movie. My wife and I, maybe with my son, we could watch this at home. We could kill an hour and a half. I, I think I think most people would, would enjoy this movie. You don't have to think very hard. They're, they're probably going to get together at the end. Ghosted, I'm going big movie. How about that? You didn't see that coming. All right, next up. Big movie or not a big movie? This is called John Mulaney, Baby J. That's right. John Mulaney's got a new stand-up special on Netflix. It came out a couple days ago. It stars John Mulaney. Here's what it's about. A chaotic intervention. An action-packed stay in rehab. After a weird couple years, John Mulaney comes out swinging in his return to the stage. Now, John Mulaney, of course... One of the best comics out there. Uh, Kid Gorgeous. Excellent stand-up special. Audience score. for uh, Rotten Tomatoes media score, excuse me, for John Mulaney's Baby J. 85%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score. 82%. I'm a big fan of John Mulaney. I'm going to get around to this as soon as I can. I'm going big movie. Big movie or not a big movie. This one is called Big George Foreman. It came out in theaters today. It's rated PG-13. It's got some sports violence. It's a drama biography. It stars Chris Davis and Forrest Whitaker. Here's what it's about. Big George Foreman is based on the remarkable true story 
of one of the greatest comebacks of all time and the transformational power of second chances. Fueled by an impoverished childhood, Foreman channeled his anger into becoming an Olympic gold medalist and world heavyweight champion, followed by a near-death experience that took him from the boxing ring to the pulpit. But when he sees his community struggling spiritually and financially, Foreman returns to the ring and makes history by reclaiming his title, becoming the oldest and most improbable world heavyweight boxing champion ever. Rotten Tomatoes media score, Big George Foreman, 59%. So above average. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 100%. The audience loves Big George Foreman. I'm going not a big movie. I'm not into, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I'm sorry. I'm not into it. Finally, got one more for you here. Big movie or not a big movie. This is a show. It's called The Diplomat. That's right. Now, I here, it, it came out a week ago on Netflix. It's a drama slash mystery thriller type of deal. All right. She plays a... Uh, uh, she, she's a United States diplomat who's involved in... I'm doing this off the top of my head. Carrie Russell and, and Rufus Sewell. She's a United States diplomat who's involved in a complicated marriage. She's also entrenched in a, in a political controversy. And, and, and away we go. Like I said, I don't have the synopsis in front of me. That's my bust. I've been watching the first couple episodes of this show. The Rotten Tomatoes media score for The Diplomat is a certified fresh 89%. The Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 84%. My wife and I, were into this show. The Diplomat, that's a big movie. And that right there is another edition of Big Movie or Not a Big Movie. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get to Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. Hey, if you're dealing with water or mold or fire damage in your home or business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you. Water Cleanup of Florida, call or text anytime, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, they'll let you know if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So the NFL draft started last night, and the big talk, one of the big surprises, is Kentucky quarterback Will Levis was not selected in the first round. There was talk he was going to be a, a top three pick. He was not selected in the first round. I'm going big deal. He's going to presumably be selected in the second round, and some team's going to wind up feeling like they got very lucky that they didn't have to use a first-round pick on a quarterback, and they get to use a second-round pick on, on, on a kid who they could put as a backup and be their future quarterback. And this situation, it might work out better for Will Levis because if you get selected very near the top, you're likely going to be on a bad team. Now, granted, you lose a lot of money. That part sucks. But he may now get selected to a much better situation. So, I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? One of the big surprises. Anthony Richardson, University of Florida quarterback. He goes number four overall to the Indianapolis Colts. And so, they, they I guess they were doing this thing where they're like love letters. And they recorded videos of family members after they get drafted to show them and then get reaction. So here's Anthony Richardson watching and then responding to the video that his little brother made for him. Dear Anthony, I just wanted to take this moment to express how incredibly proud I am of you. You have accomplished so much and have shown so much determination throughout your life. Your hard work and dedication has paid off in so many ways, and it is truly inspiring to see the person you have become. Whether it is your academic achievements, your athletic achievements, or your personal growth, you have constantly pushed yourself to be the best you can be. I am honored to have a brother like you, and I am grateful for, for the examples you have set for me and others. Keep up the great work, and know that I am always here to support you in all your future adventures. I love you, bro. Dang, man. Hey, man. Appreciate that, little bro. Hey. 
love for real. Goodness gracious, man. I'm trying to get all the tears out of me. That's, that's my guy right there. Man. You helped me get to this point. You know? Just be my other brother. You pushed me to be the best. I love you, man. I appreciate you. You know? Your time coming soon, man. I love you. I can give I can give a little man a lot of advice, man. For what? You know, don't try to be like me. Be better than me. You know, a lot of people are gonna hate on you because you're my brother. You know, but man, that don't mean nothing. You know, uh, you your own man. You're gonna be great. You know, too. You know, don't listen to the critics. You know, uh, just grind hard and you know, perfect your craft and just be the best version of yourself. You know, it, it never change. You know, uh, never change, man. Keep me at you. That's it. Yeah, I'm going big deal. I mean, that, that's Zaslow Channel type material right there. Good for Anthony Richardson. We obviously like him. University of Florida. You love the relationship with the brothers there. I'll go big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So speaking of Anthony Richardson and the Indianapolis Colts now having their quarterback, how about Pat McAfee? Pat McAfee, of course, used to punt for the Colts. He reps the Colts on the Pat McAfee show every day. Loves the Colts. Super connected with the organization. He did his show live last night during the NFL draft and reacted live to the Colts' first-round selection. He said every single time Uh-oh. I walk through, it feels like home. The next oh, pick is in. The go. Indianapolis Colts have selected Anthony oh, Richardson wow. out of Florida. Yes. Listen. Fucking go. The sports book said Woo. that it was Will Levis. They shut down bets because Will Levis like was such that. a favorite to go to the like Indianapolis that. Colts. I would like to let Will Levis know that if he would have been an Indianapolis Colt, we would have been... Completely cool with it. Uh-huh. We would have came around. But if we're going to work on a project quarterback, a quarterback that didn't have a lot of wins, let's go ahead and get the guy who's number one overall in the quarterback category in the history of the NFL Combine. Anthony Richardson, welcome to Indianapolis, pal. Shane Steichen worked magic with Jalen Hurts. We assume the same damn thing with you. The Colts are back. I'm going big deal. I mean, the, the Colts fans are going to be excited. That's a fun player to have as your future quarterback. So McAfee, he doesn't hold back. He loves the Colts. I'll go big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Shohei Otani almost did something that's never been done in the history of Major League Baseball. So he was on the mound pitching yesterday. The game was 8-7 late. That doesn't matter as much. But on a day he was pitching, he had in his final at bat, he had a single, a double, a triple, and had a chance to be the first player ever to pitch and hit for the cycle on the same day. Otani drives one, right center field. Baseball history coming for Shohei, but it's caught at the wall by Esteuri Ruiz. He just missed. So he fell short of history there, and I will tell you, Excellent job recovering by the play-by-play announcer there. That could have been a disaster. I don't think it was. I think that was a really good job of recovering on his part. So I'm going to go, not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. Yesterday, the big news in the NFL before the draft got going, Lamar Jackson. He finally signed his deal with the Ravens. It works out, and it worked out. Because he got off his high horse asking for something that was unreasonable. I'll bet the Ravens were willing to go to this number from day number one. $260 million overall. So he gets to say most money in the history of the NFL. $185 million guaranteed, which of course is the second most ever behind Deshaun Watson's ridiculous contract. There was never any collusion. It, how could there have been collusion when he gets $260 million and $185 million guaranteed? There was never any collusion. Lamar Jackson was always being unreasonable and finally realized, yeah, this is stupid that I'm passing this up. So I'm going big deal. Good for them. They worked it out. Good for Lamar Jackson. I don't care for the Ravens, but whatever. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition a big deal or not a big deal let water clean up a florida tell you if their mold water or fire damage in your home is a big deal or not a big deal 954-900-8635 
Water Cleanup of Florida. They'll let you know if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! What a weekend we have! Panthers tonight. Potentially Game 7 Sunday. Heat Knicks Game 1 on Sunday. What a week. You better get in a nap. I'm going to Naples tomorrow morning. Got a big soccer tournament for my son. There's so much happening. Hey, thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show today. Always appreciate your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.